Welcome everybody to Nutty Buddy Sports. I am your host Ryan and today Shannon and I we discuss the NFC West. We first start with the 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals in this part and we talk about the division as a whole. That's all coming up right here right now on Nutty Buddy Sports. Hey everybody, and once again I want to welcome you to Nutty Buddy Sports. I am your host Ryan, and today I have Shannon with me. He is going to help me break down the NFC West. Uh, This will be in two parts, just like all our previews that we've done in the past. So in this episode, we will be talking about the 49ers and the Cardinals, and in part two, we'll talk about the Rams and and the Seahawks. Now, if you haven't listened yet, we also did a breakdown of the NFC North. And me and another friend, Avery, we did the AFC East. I also have a couple other divisions already recorded that just needs to be edited, so look out for that. And if you'd like to see whenever I drop a podcast, just please follow me on Instagram at nuttybuddy underscore sports. I hope you enjoy our preview of the NFC West. Hello, everybody, and welcome again to Nutty Buddy Sports. And with me again is Shannon. Shannon, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Ryan? Good, good. You catch any uh, preseason action? Uh, not a lot. I just caught highlights. Yeah, me it's too. A, it's it's the preseason, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing has stuck out to you so far this preseason? No, not too much. Just no. that uh, I wish that they would go down to two games. And just mm-hmm. to make an 18 game regular, <clears throat> 18 game regular season. Yeah. And make the football more worth watching. Yeah. 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 I have to say as a, a Dolphins fan, I have watched two highlights and he seems a little bit more decisive, um, which is good. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about uh, his progress. It seems. Yeah, for sure. So we're not here to talk about Tua. We're not here to talk about (laughs) Dolphins. Me and Shannon, we're going to talk about um, the NFC West today. We're going to give our best uh, NFC West preview. We're going to start out by just talking about the division in general, uh, and then we'll go into each and every team. Are you ready for this, Shannon? Let's do it. Okay, perfect. Previewing the NFC West. Okay, so let's just talk about uh, the NFC West in general. Uh, last year, the Seahawks won the division, uh, four and twelve. The Rams were ten and six. The Cardinals were eight and eight, and the 49ers were six and ten. Um, any any big takeaways from last year? Um, the division, you know, I know you were doing research and what you watched yesterday. I mean, <laughs> yesterday, last year, and any takeaways from the division? So here's my take on the division. I actually think that this is the strongest division in the whole NFL. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I'm alone in that thinking. I think the 49ers uh, got hit with the injury bug last year. So the way I see the division, I I think it's, it's one that's going to be tough. Um, But I, of all the team, all the teams that are in this division, I think have a shot to win it. Yeah, that's that's funny you say that because I was just about to say I wouldn't be surprised if any of these teams make the playoffs. Uh, you know, I have a couple that I would be surprised that missed the playoffs, but I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, any of these teams make the playoffs. This would be the most fun division to me 
too as well because of the competitiveness of it. So I'm lo really looking forward to watching this uh, division throughout the year. So let's just, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Shane. Oh, I was going to say I am too. I think that this is, there's going to be some good battles in this division. I agree. Uh, let's just talk about some general questions then. Do you have your a favorite offense in this division? Uh, you know, I think that um, so much depends on the quarterback play. So mm -hmm. right now I would probably lean with um, Russell Wilson. He has the most experience there, uh, but it's just one player. So as far as an offense goes, <clears throat> I'd probably, if you get good quarterback play out of the 49ers, I actually like the 49ers. And I, even though they finished last in the division, um, you have Kyle Shanahan there. And I think that that gives them an edge. And obviously we'll get into the 49ers, but I think that uh, the 49ers have uh, an offense to keep on the lookout for. Yeah, I like their offense too. I would say though, my my offense I can't wait to see is the Rams, adding adding uh, who they added this offseason, which we'll talk about. I'm not going to mention it. Uh, I think that they are uh, have the capability of being the best offense in this uh, division. But you could uh, you could see any of these offenses. You wouldn't be surprised if any any of them were the best in in this division when you look back um, on it. Uh, how about defense? Do you have a, a favorite defense in the division? So I have to go with the Rams just because mm -hmm. they have Aaron Donald and uh, Aaron Donald is still a force to be reckoned with. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Rams. I think that the 49ers aren't that far behind. But I, I like the I like the Rams this year. Me too. Uh, I was going to say the 49ers as well. One of those two would be who I'd say is the best. Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. You know, you have the best pass defensive linemen in the game, and then you have the best pass coverage corner, or one of I shouldn't say the best, just one of the better cover corners in the league. So that's why their defense is so good. And then obviously, you know, um, the uh, the Niners too, they, they, they have a really good defense in last year, like you mentioned already, which we'll talk about is they, they were so injury ridden. We didn't, we, we missed out on what could have been a really good defense last year. And then after last question, we'll ask just the general question. Did you have a favorite uh, when you were looking through like the moves people made and any off season that stuck out to you? Uh, not really. Um, they all have unique things. Um, Obviously, what the Rams did was probably the biggest head turner of them mm -hmm. all. Yeah. But I think they they made a good move. And I'm, I'm sure we'll get into that shortly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing I'll mention, too, sort of like um, when me and Avery, we talked about the AFC East and we talked about the Patriots getting all their COVID players back and how that was kind of a big deal for the Patriots it's going to be the same with the Niners, right? So their off season was largely getting a lot of the people back up just instead from injury. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Why don't we go ahead into our first team that we'll talk about. Previewing the San Francisco 49ers, the big question. Uh, so we're going to start out with the biggest question, Shannon, that uh, surrounds the San Francisco 49ers. 
So the biggest question has to be who's going to be the starting quarterback. Is it going to be the number three overall pick, pick Trey Lance, or are they going to stick with Jimmy Garoppolo? That is the biggest question. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Lance has a great arm. You see it. You wonder if, you know, um, there was a couple of throws in the preseason that if you watch some of the highlights were really good, like NFL throws. Um, and then there was, I, I listened to a podcast uh, around the NFL, I believe it's mm-hmm. called. And they had a, a sports reporter from San Francisco who goes to the camps. And he mentioned that Trey Lance can make like all the throw Kyle Shanahan wants his quarterback to make where Jimmy he's accurate. He can make good throws, but he can't make like the deep, deep throws that Trey Lance can. So it's interesting to see who's going to end up winning that battle. And I've heard talk about, you know, let's not uh, let's tap the brakes a little bit with Trey Lance because he's still as a rookie quarterback. And even though he's made some good throws, um, it's it's still just the preseason and, and practice. That's a great point because that's that's another thing is uh, a lot of um, people are are overhyping the preseason a little bit. And when you think about it, you know people are talking about Zach Wilson even, and he like or Justin Fields, he had a good game against the Dolphins, but like he was versing the second and third stringers the touchdown pass he threw, I don't know if you saw it, but it was against like the third stringers and the guy was like wide open on the mm-hmm. right. So it was just like, well, come on, like any quarterback should be able to make that. Exactly. Throw. If you're in the NFL, you should be able to make that. <laughs> right. Exactly. So yeah, you're right. That's a, that's a good point. So even though there, there has been good moments, he's still a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, my question, my biggest question, I try, I figured you might, I, I wrote down to the quarterback was the first one, but I figured you might have it too. So I, the second question that I, the biggest question that I had, I should say is, uh, can they stay healthy? Mm-hmm. So last year they had 22 players on injured reserve, 32 at some point in the season they had on injured reserve, you know, they had that boomerang that they could come mm-hmm. off of or whatever. Uh, so they were just riddled with injuries last year. And you think of some of the guys that were on that list, like Nick Bosa or, mm-hmm. or George Kittle, you know, mm-hmm. some of their key guys, core players. Yeah. The quarterbacks, right? Like yeah. I think Mullins and Garoppolo yep. were both on the injury reserve at some point. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just it, it, injury ridden season for them. And I think me and you both, it sounds like we're on the same page and how good this team could p- potentially be. It's all, you know, obviously the quarterback's important, but uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has a winning record when he's a starter for the 49ers. So it's really, can, can they stay can they stay healthy as part of it? Yeah, that's, I agree with you. Okay. Let's go to our next point then. Dissecting the draft. So Shannon, uh, what did you think overall of the 49ers draft? I think they had a great draft. They obviously knew where they needed to improve and that was the quarterback position. Mm -hmm. So moving up to get Trey Lance, that was big. Uh, when you go and look at a couple of their, their other picks, particularly in the second and third rounds, um, they got a, s- a solid guard um, in Aaron Banks out of Notre Dame, uh, who was phenomenal in college. And um, they already had a, a good line. And then uh, in the third round, moving up to get a, a running back, uh, we know that 
under their offense. Uh, they they need those running backs. And so moving up to get Trey Sermon, I think, was a, was a good, solid pick for them as well. So I, I gave them a, a I'd give them an A for their draft. Yeah, I give them a thumbs up, too, as well. Um, obviously, Trey Lance is the quarterback that they wanted. They traded up for and get him. So, you know, like a lot of this is we're pro- projecting what these players could be. But if like a team believes in the co- a quarterback and they get that quarterback, I always think that's a win for them. And then we just see what kind of quarterback there's going to be. So um, that, that was good. But I also wrote down Sermon as well. He averaged six yards a carry in college which I was just like, whoa, that's, that's a lot. I don't like for, for at least the NFL. So it sounds like he can, he must, you know, they said, they said when I was reading over the article that he has a really good burst. So I'm, I'm thinking that that could be a, an interesting, interesting guy in that offense, considering how much they like to use the run to set up the pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to our next um, point. Favorite off season move. Shannon, what was your favorite move that the San Francisco 49ers made this offseason? I think that uh, a couple of moves that they did, they, they signed a couple of guys. Um, they signed left tackle Trent Williams to a six-year contract, uh, really solidifying that offensive line and probably the, the, key, the key position being left tackle. I and like then they, I, I did like that. And then they also signed their fullback, Kyle Juszczyk, mm-hmm. which they utilize – probably better than any other team at that position. Correct. And he's a, just playing a good football player. And I'm really happy that they, they signed him to a long-term deal. That's yeah, funny because like, even when you're watching games against the Niners, that's someone like, I, I don't know about you, but you kind of root for him because mm-hmm. that position is almost like dead in the NFL and he's, he's keeping it alive almost solely. So it's kind of, it's, he's kind of fun to root for. Um, I, my favorite move, uh, I had, uh, Trent Williams down as well, but I also put Alex Mack down the center. Um, just, uh, uh, you know, he could play the position. I think part of the reason why their quarterbacks were injured last year is because their offensive line wasn't the best. So they sort of, like you mentioned in the draft, they got a couple of offensive linemen and then they got some in free agency as well. And I think Alex Mack is a really good leader on the offensive line. So I I like that signing. I like that one too. That's a good one as well. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to our next point then. Least favorite off season move. Shannon, what was your least favorite move that the 49ers made? I didn't have a bad one from this year, but I'm going back to when they signed Jarek McKinnon to that long-term deal. And then he oh, got sure. hurt. it's, it's going back in time. It's not this year, but uh, they, you know, obviously McKinnon's gone on to another team now. But to me, that was the move that I didn't like. I didn't really see anything that struck me. Uh, I really like John Lynch as a general manager, and I think he makes good moves. Um, and I, I just, yeah, that was my least favorite move that they've made. And I have to go back to even come up with a bad move. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Like, I actually like that you do that because it 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 gives the uh, listeners an idea of how you feel about some of the former moves, even when you brought up Khalil Mack last time when it came to the uh, bears. Um, I, so I did, um, I reached a little here because I try to have an answer regardless of how I, you know, I put Kendrick Bourne, the wide receiver. I like him. He, he, he seems to be like a sure handed wide receiver, 
uh, he doesn't, he didn't get a lot of starts though. You know, he's like the third or fourth wide receiver on the roster. He's still pretty young. He had uh, 49 catches and 670 yards last year. He's a solid position player. Um, and they kind of just let him go, which is fine. They don't like, I'm not like, it's not a bad move. It's just like, if I had to pick my least favorite, I always kind of liked him on the Niners. Um, so anyway, that, that was my least favorite move. And if that's, if that's like the worst move you make, you know, you're doing okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like they did bring in Muhammad Sanu. Mm-hmm. They did bring in some guys that are going to be role players. Correct. Right. And he, so they replaced him fine. I feel like, but it's, it, it's still like, if I'm going to pick one move, I kind of liked him. He, whenever I watched the Niners game, I felt like he kind of stood out sometimes, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Let's go to our next point. Who is going to take the leap? What player do you think will or needs to take a leap for the 49ers this season? So in the rookie season, obviously Nick Bosa put up some great numbers, but that is a, a rusher that needs to, put it all together for a full season. Obviously the injury, um, not his fault, but you have to be available and he has to prove his draft stock for as high as he was taken. He needs to be able to get pressure on the quarterback. And then I also picked a guy on the offensive side of the ball. I, I'm going to go with Brandon. Ayuk. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, he could be the number one receiver this year, um, but he, he is someone that needs to take that year two leap. Yeah, no, that was a good one. I, I had Brandon Ayuk as well. Uh, whoever the quarterback is, he he will need targets. So you gotta you gotta make make that jump. And they did use a higher draft pick to get him as well. Uh, the two players I had down was Javon Kinlaw, the defensive tackle. Um, he's a young player. They picked him pretty high. Um, he he he's technically, I believe, he's replacing. Uh, Buckner, right? Who who got yeah. traded to the Colts? Was it a Buckner? It DeFore? was Buckner, DeForest yeah. Buckner. Yep. Right. And he didn't really have that great of a season last year, but it, I think he's only on his second year now. So uh, he needs to take a leap. And then I put Greenlaw, the linebacker for them. So he actually had a pretty solid rookie year, but last year he kind of fell off a little bit uh, statistically and it didn't seem like it. Now you wonder how much it was that, injury so he probably had more on his shoulders and stuff um so i guess we'll see what happens but he's another player uh it's it's so you mentioned john lynch it's so interesting how young their defense is still and i just feel like if these these two especially these two players hit they could have a really good defense this coming year i I think exactly the same thing like when you look at upside to me the 49ers have the most upside on defense in this division I agree 100%. Okay, let's go to our next point then. What will determine a successful season? Okay, Shannon, what will make or break this, the season for the 49ers this year? It's going to be the quarterback play, whether it's Garoppolo, whether it's Trey Lance, whenever we see him. He's a first-round pick. He's number three overall. At some point, he's going to be playing. Uh, I would think that at some point this season we'll see him, and that is going to be the key. Uh, to making or breaking this season is the quarterback play. Uh, that's an excellent point And the exact point I have, down. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I literally wrote down consistent QB play. <laughs> and I think it's, it's a fair assessment because if, if, and when the Niners have had 
consistent QB play, they have been successful. So if they get that, it's going to be a successful season for them. I feel like just, you know, just like, so I agree with you. Yeah. If they can get to the Super Bowl with, with Jimmy Garoppolo and they made an upgrade with Trey Lance, the, 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 there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Better, no better way of saying it. Okay. Let's go to our next point with, with the 49ers. Their floor, their ceiling. Shannon, what's the floor and ceiling of the 49ers this season? What would you say it is? So I think I might shock you with this one, but okay. I actually I actually have the 49ers winning the division. Okay, so that's <clears throat> from going from last to first. So is that the ceiling or the floor? The ceiling for them is 13 wins. Okay. The floor I have at eight. Okay. I think nice. that I think they're gonna have the, the comeback season. Okay. So so hold off on that. I want you to reveal that when we do our final predictions. So you're gonna okay. re, you're gonna re-reveal that. Uh, So for me, the floor and ceiling is that I I agree with you as far as their floor, 500 roughly. I don't think they finish any worse than that. They finished six and 10 last year and they had 30, like we mentioned Mm -hmm. all those injuries. There's no way uh, statistically you would think there's just no way that's going to happen again. So 500 is their floor. And then I put for right now, I won't spoil anything, but uh, playoffs, playoffs are their ceiling. That's what I have right now. Nice. I like um, it. Yeah. By the way, would not be surprised if they made the Super Bowl. Maybe that's what I should put for their ceiling, but uh, just playoffs to be safe right now, mm-hmm. I would say is their ceiling. Okay. You ready to go on to our next team? Let's do it. Previewing the Arizona Cardinals. The big question. Shannon, what is your biggest question for the Arizona Cardinals? My biggest question is uh, Kyler Murray taking the leap and just uh, finishing the season strong. Uh, Obviously, he was a first overall draft pick. Uh, He is the franchise guy. Uh, They need him to be that leader. Uh, I don't know if there's any... I'm forgetting the name of the coach, Cliff. um, Yeah, Kingsbury. King. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if there's, because I heard talk about him wanting, not wanting to play in the preseason, but yet um, the coach wants him to play. And so he hasn't quite gotten to that point yet to earn that as a, an elite elite quarterback that gets to sit for the, the preseason. He still has to practice the coach feels. Yeah. I, I think you're right about that. Um, I put down can cliff and Kyler put it together. So this is what their third year they traded Josh Rosen. Now we know Josh Rosen is not an NFL quarterback right now. He's not even a backup. I think he got cut. Mm -hmm. And, um, but they, they drafted him number one overall the very next year, they traded him away to draft another quarterback. And that was Kyler and they brought in cliff. So cliff uh, wanted Kyler Mm -hmm. this, you got by year three, you got to put it together. Yes. We, you got to know that he's a franchise quarterback. You got to know if the coach and quarterback can work together and make this team a, a successful franchise moving forward. So that was, that was my uh, big question, which goes right along with yours. Dissecting the draft. Shannon, how would you rate their draft or f- how do you feel about the Arizona Cardinals draft? I think they had a great draft. 
I, I give them an A minus. I have, you know, they picked up Zaven Collins, the linebacker from Tulsa. I like in that the first, pick, yeah. I like that pick as well. And then in the second round, they had Rondale Moore mm-hmm. fall to them for the wide receiver from Purdue. And then they drafted a couple of corners, uh, a defensive end. But I think they had a very solid draft. Uh, agree 100%. Um, they they had the 13th ranked defense last year, and they're just adding another really good defender. Everything I heard and read about the, the Collins guy is that he's basically, he, he fits right in. Like, you can play him right away. He should make an impact. He's versatile. He can cover as well mm-hmm. as, as, as stop the run. So I'm really excited for them in that aspect of, and then the receiver you mentioned is basically another toy for Cliff mm-hmm. Kingsbury to use. Right. And, and hopefully relieve a little bit of pressure off of uh, Kyler Murray. So I really like their draft as well. They're, they're really building. If, if Kyler can be successful, they're really building something really good for the future. I agree. Favorite off-season move. Shannon, what was your favorite move by the Arizona Cardinals? It hurts me to say this being a Packer fan, but it was signing JJ Watts. That's hilarious. I so wanted him to come to Green Bay, but obviously he went where the money was and uh he already goes to a defense that's that's pretty good. So that was a good move. For, you know, happy for the Cardinals that they got a, a star player like that. Yeah, uh, that was my favorite move from them as well. I didn't write down another one. I should have think I didn't, you know, <laughs> thinking that I'm. I should have thought of that. Um, so one thing I noticed is that when um, it, when I was looking over the Arizona Cardinals, one thing that they they have to get right because they're a young team still is is the uh, being consistent. And in the money, money plays and the money downs, they have to be more better at getting off the field and keep staying on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I like about the JJ Watt signing is that it's a veteran that's been there before, and he's going to help that young team grow on that side of the ball, which is going to be nice. I think so. I, I really like J, the JJ Watt signing. As yeah. Well. Anytime, anytime you can add JJ Watt to a locker room, you've improved your team. Absolutely. Yeah. He's got a motor like no other. Um, I just hope he can stay healthy. Uh, I think he was healthy for most of last year. Um, but the year, you know, years before he just seems to be and up and I'm, down with injuries. I'm happy. I'm happy that he gets out of Houston. He really didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah, I know. Like who wants to be there right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go to our next point. Least favorite off season move. Shannon, what was your least favorite move by the Arizona Cardinals? So I have a couple of them here. I, I didn't like the fact that they let Kenyon Drake walk and they're relying on Chase Edmonds to be the number one running back right now. Uh, and the other signing was AJ Green. I, I, they think that he has something left in the tank, but I just haven't seen it yet. I He, he was injured. He came back and he obviously was a, a great wide receiver for a long time, but there comes a point where you just don't create the separation like you used to. And so that was one of the other moves that I, I w- wasn't too keen on. Yeah. Um, Kendron Drake was a former dolphin and just so explosive. And I never understood why Miami didn't keep him um, honestly, but uh, I had for my least favorite move, AJ green. Um, they're relying on him to be the second wide receiver there, 
last year he lost steps. I, I don't know if he, mm-hmm. he didn't just lose a first step. He lost like a second, third. He could not get open. Um, it wasn't like, you know, the, the Bengals, they weren't a great team last year. Right. So like he had opportunity to get, at least get stats, you know, mm-hmm. when you're being down and stuff and it just, he didn't perform like AJ green. And so either they believe that he just needed more time to recover or this is really just the end for him, which is sad because we've, we've watched AJ green throughout his entire career. And he was such a great player to see him go out the way he's going to go out. So, you know, like the way he is right now, uh, I just, I, I don't know why they're relying on him as the second wide receiver. That's, that's tough. That's tough. I, I have the same feeling. Obviously they have other guys there. Christian Kirk mm-hmm. uh, um, is someone that needs to step up. Andy Isabella, they drafted a few years ago and he's been hurt so much. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which kind of leads perfectly into our next point, uh, Shannon. Who is going to take the leap? Shan, what player do you think for the Arizona Cardinals will or needs to take a leap? So I mentioned Christian Kirk, but I actually, for my uh, number one response to this, I, I have Isaiah Simmons. Mm-hmm, me too. I have um, him too. It's, being the uh, inside linebacker to make all the plays because uh, Buda Baker has been like the leading tackler on the team. And so they need that linebacker and he's got the, the physical talent, all the ball skills to be able to do that, the, the athleticism. We just need to see him take that leap and get the defense figured out. Yeah, I like that one. I had him written down. I did have Chase Edmonds down. Um, like you said, they got rid of uh, Kendrick Drake. That means that it's all right now on him. Now they might have another running back in camp that they could use as to spell him or whatever, but really they're putting a lot of um, trust in Edmonds that he's going to keep that uh, run game going. Uh, mm-hmm. And the other one I had was Andy Isabella. I think it was two years ago. They drafted him two or three years ago. They drafted him in the first two rounds. I think it was the second round. Um, and he needs, he needs to stay healthy and produce uh, like we, you know, me and you mentioned uh, AJ green, they're relying on him. I don't know if that's someone you can rely on anymore. I don't believe so. I hope I'm wrong by the way, because mm-hmm. I like AJ green, but um, <laughs> it, Andy Isabella, he needs to step up this year, I think, in order for the Cardinals to be successful. And they did bring in uh, James Conner to mm-hmm. help in the running back. Well, that's know, right. But, yeah. So they do have James Conner. We'll see if uh, he can contribute something to the team as well. That's right. Yeah. I actually don't mind that signing, too. I forgot to write that one down, but uh, it wouldn't have been my favorite signing. But yeah. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how they split the carries. Will they make um, Edmonds more of the the spell back that you have to switch gears or you make Connor? But Connor's more of a thumper, you know, to me. I mean, more than Edmonds is. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. They also have um, Keyshawn Johnson there. And I've heard that it, he's he's the one that's been making the plays of all the like, you know, the three, four, five wide receivers the, the behind Hopkins and green. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, it, it would be interesting to see because they do have a lot of young talent on the offense. Uh, and again, we, we just talked about if they could put it together, if Cliff Kingsbury can put it together, it's obviously going to be something that they can build off of. I would still say like, 
I mean, if you're Andy Isabella, right? If you don't show up this year, you're you you might not be with the Cardinals this mm-hmm. year. You know, so mm-hmm. very true. He, yeah, so he needs to take a leap. I feel like it. You know, we'll see. Chase Edmonds has explosive ability. I, I feel like so. You wonder if um, if if Connor will spell Edmonds or Edmonds will, or maybe they'll go a double back system. That could happen too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's go to our next point then. What will determine a successful season? Shannon, what will make or break the Arizona Cardinals season this year? I have how they play against their division opponents because it's such a tough division. Mm-hmm. Those are such key games that how they how they play and what their win-loss record is within the division is going to determine what their, how their season turns out this year. Yeah. And would you say like just it's a it's a good team, right? But would you say like out of all four of these teams, this is the one you would be most skeptical of, of the other, you know, the other, and this is relative, obviously, like as Mm -hmm. far as like making the playoffs, if, if you had to pick one of these and you're like this team, I absolutely, I would be surprised, but not super surprised if this team didn't make the playoffs, would it be the Cardinals in this division? With the seven teams, I actually would not be surprised at all if they made the playoffs. I, I actually have other uh, a different team that would surprise me more if they made the playoffs. Okay. In the, in this division, in this division. Okay. I can't wait to talk about it then. Okay. <laughs> so um, what I, what I put, what will make or break their season. Again, I, I looked at their, their um, offense and defensive ranking. And I think they both were in the top 15 and it was like, wow, then why did they finish 500? It was because they did not execute. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I talked about that before. So that's what's going to make their their make or break their season. They had 26 turnovers last year. Uh, no, I'm sorry. They were 26th in turnovers last year. Uh, they got to execute better. They got to protect the ball and they got to get off the field on third downs and they got to stay on the field on third downs. And they mm-hmm. were unable to do that last year. So they need to execute better. If they execute better, they'll have a better season. Yeah, and that calls into question the coaching then. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Their floor, their ceiling. What is, Shannon, the floor and ceiling of the Arizona Cardinals this year? So their floor, I have them at seven wins. Uh, their ceiling, um, 12 wins in the playoffs. That's that's their ceiling. I don't think they're going to win more than 12 games, but I, I think that there's high hopes for the Arizona Cardinals this year. Yeah, it's funny. Me and you are kind of lockstepping this in a little bit. <laughs> I want I want a little bit of uh, differencing of opinions here. And, and me and you so far, the first two. So I have six and 11 as floor. So that's roughly seven wins, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see where if they don't fix the execution and the division's better, that they're, they're going to fall behind. And uh, who, you know, who knows? And if Kyler doesn't, like you say, take that extra leap that he, he can, he has the talent. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you could see them go six eleven, and then I have playoffs for their ceiling. I think they can make the playoffs uh, for sure. Thanks again for joining me and Shannon as we broke down the Niners, the Cardinals, and at first talking about the NFC West as a whole. Look out for part two where we finish our discussion of the NFC West, where we will talk about the Rams and the Seahawks. 
And again, if you haven't heard yet uh, our NFC North breakdown or our AFC East breakdown, me and my friend Avery did that one, uh, just go back and find it in wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks so much again for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and we will talk to you guys soon.